What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome, Lords of Longbox Fancy Cup Rise Top 10 for the week ending 27. Um, uh, as a lot of you know, my friend, my collaborator, my uh, confidant, and you know, Everything passed away. I'm pretty sure you, all, you guys all know. Um, so, you know what? I know Mikey would want this show to go on, um, you know, and have fun. So, um, we're going to do it, man. You know what? Rest in peace, Mikey Sutton. And uh, you know what? Let's get right to it. You know, this uh, this show is sponsored by our friends at Coverage Got It Home. For your price guides, collections, and trends, head over to Cover Price. Also, from Bird City Comics, use the <clears throat> discount code of LOTLB to get 15% uh, off anything in a Bird City Comics exclusive. Uh, and I know Mikey always likes music intros, so, you know, I, you know. I got to do something for him. So this is going to be a long show. So uh, I hope you guys stick around. Um, there's a GoFundMe that's in the live chat. Um, I'm going to pin it, uh, help out his family, uh, help out funeral costs. Um, you know, uh, we do everything we can to help each other out. So uh, while you guys are congregating, how about some uh, 90s house? Yeah. 
Welcome to Lords of Longbox. We're going to see Cup Rice Top 10 for the week ending 8-27-2023. This show was dedicated to my friend Mikey Sutton. Um, And we're not going to be sad. We're going to celebrate. And um, I do believe this is the first time this panel has been assembled. Uh, Lori... (laughs) Marty and uh, JB, this is this is a first, but uh, yeah, that's a first. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty incredible. Um, there is a GoFundMe. Uh, uh, I, I pinned it, so if you can help out, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars. I saw somebody donate seven hundred dollars, so uh, wow. to help out the family wow. with the costs. So uh, and just seeing all the live comments uh, in there, you know. We had a good run, you know, and, you know, and, you know, you got to take care of yourself, man. You know, stroke and everything. Yeah. But uh, the show must go on, as Mikey would always tell me. So, uh, Laura, say what's good to the people. Hi, guys. Uh, I know everybody's kind of down right now, but like Tiva was saying, we're going to make the show fun. That's what he would want. So thank you guys for being here. We have an awesome list. And like he was saying again, we have a really good panel tonight. Marty, I'm so excited you're going to be here with us. Thank you oh, so much, Laura. It's I, I'm excited. Marty. I'm excited. It was good to people. Hey, first of all, let, let me say on behalf of Lords and everybody, I'm I'm happy to be here. And thank you, of, of course, for allowing me uh the honor and privilege to be here. And uh rest in peace, Mikey Sutton. He is he was such a big influence for you, Tim. I, I know that. And um such a great, amazing man. He he provided so much knowledge, so so much wisdom when it came to multitudes of comic books genres the the movies aspects and everything rest in peace i'm sending good vibes and good energy to you mikey um thank you so much for everything and also um i you know just like tim says the show must go on but you'll never never be forgotten you'll always be missed well said one day uh, one day i'll tell the story of how me and mikey met and um it was what five years ago and it was just me and him against the world and you know and then clinger on clinger clingers or whatever they're called you know stepped to him and they they wanted to be part of it and everything like this that and the other but you know and you know and not you know eventually we'll tell the story um I spoke to the artist for Dreamwalker, and um, we're gonna finish the series for him in in honor of Mikey. So um, I'm talking with Noel Lane Forrest, um, to so that we can finish what he started. Is and, that gonna uh, be something on Kickstarter too, Tim, or what? Um, possibly, yeah, possibly, okay. yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. definitely support that, brother. 
Yeah. yeah. So we want to finish his 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 vision, his dream. No, dream, dream walking. So I, th- I have a feeling somewhere out there he's dream walking right now. Maybe he's watching the show. You know, who knows? <laughs> AB, say what's good. How you doing, everybody? Uh, you know, for, I also want to say, you know, my prayers to the family, to the family, everyone to, you know, best wishes to the family. Um, and yeah, you know, he's up there with my dad right now, just chilling up on a cloud doing whatever. I'm not saying it could be whatever I'm just saying, but yeah, they're having a good time and, uh, they're telling us the show must go on. So let's do it. Yeah. I had reservations about doing it. You know, I was like, you know, but you know what? Mikey wouldn't want to do it, you know, you know, you know, and so there's a lot of outpouring for him because, you know, you know, I was there, I was I was his knight when people were picking on them. I would literally tell people, I will fuck you up if you talk shit. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I said, Mikey, step aside. Let me come up in here. I'm going to take care of this. You know, so, uh, yeah, there's that. But uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is Cup Price Top 10, where we look at the top 10 uh, selling books of the week. As always, there's a runner-up. What is this week's runner-up? Yeah, uh, for Mikey Sutton, this um, this episode is dedicated to you, and hopefully the comic gods approve and smile down upon us for this list along with cover, uh, cover price. So runner-up number 11 is Night Terror's Angel Breaker number two, Hills, 1 in 25 variation, and DC published in 2023. Another Night Terror variant breaks into our top list. These ratio covers has been hard to come by as retailers have been conservatively ordering books. However, this book seems to be the exception. With plenty of copies available, this accessibility has dropped the initial pre-sale value to a current raw near-mint base market value of $58. We tracked 15 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 112%. The high sale of $85 for a raw copy. Wow. Not bad, huh? Yeah. Not, not, not bad at all. Good. Yeah. One in 25. Yeah. 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 DC making some moves, son. DC, DC coming up a little bit, aren't they? Boom. Yeah, like, I'm just she did a Zatanna cover <laughs> too. That's phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen the Zatanna by yeah. Chuma Hill, it's really, really good. Chuma Hill? Yeah. Is she you new? Know? Is she, oh, is she new on the scene? Laura. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I just have to mention, I have to give DC a little bit of credit in regards to all their variant covers. That card stock that they printed on, it looks so good. Yeah, it does. You have a really good chance of getting a a good grade where Marvel is literally printing on toilet paper, it looks like. (laughs) I get books straight out of the Shut your whore mouth. (laughs) And the cover is waved out. He's not wrong. I'm not. I'm. I'm not yeah. lying, Tivo. Come yeah. on, you got to give. I see DC nothing but zero ones on this man. Stock glossy covers when they're doing their variants. I'm just. Saying. Yeah, I don't see anybody having this. No. All right, runner up either. is huh, Night Terrors Angel Breaker number two from Chuma Hill. <laughs> All right, I think yeah. Right, <laughs> one in twenty five variant. Uh, raw dog, eighty five bones, man. Um, and uh, this book, gosh darn it, this book will never go away, but it's uh, at number 10. So I think yeah. next week it's probably off the list. 
Yeah, we'll see. Number 10, kicking the list off, we have new X-Men number 114, the direct edition that came out in 2001. So Deadpool 3 continues to churn out rumors, including one of the possible villains being Professor Xavier's sister, Cassandra Nova. The rumor is tied to the casting of Emma Corrin, who reputable leakers immediately identified as the actress selected to portray Nova. Reputable or not, Deadpool 3 has halted due to the writer's strike. So it's definitely possible we could see a change in the direction when the writers and actors return to work on this project. So in other words, it's important to take early rumors with a grain of salt because it's not definite yet. Until we receive more information, we saw 25 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 90%, with a high sale of $166 for a 9.8 CGC and a current raw near mint fair market value of 15 bucks. And TiVo, Let's place a bet. I think this will be on the list next week still. Mm, this is maybe two weeks runner, in a row. Maybe as the runner-up, you know? maybe? Yeah. Maybe as the runner-up, no. maybe? Yeah, that counts, I, right? I have a question yeah. for the chat. I know there is so much knowledge in our chat. We have the best chat on YouTube here. I am pandering one more time. But listen, I got a question. Grain of salt. What the hell does that even mean? What does it mean? Take a rumor with a grain of salt. Meaning Jesus, that, I don't understand you know, that it, analogy. It's what does vague. It mean? It's, it's, you, Where did it it's, come it, from? It, are you asking personal opinion or is the, the historic? Is there really a historical of or... knowledge of what the hell okay. that means? Okay. Because I hear it all the time. Take it with a grain of salt. How about if I'm I prefer pepper? I don't get it. What is the I don't what is the <laughs> significance pepper. Pepper. of the salt? <laughs> yeah, this you is gotta at least have a grain of salt, right, JB? Or remember the other tradition of throwing in the show. See, throwing salt over your shoulder. You ever heard that one? Yes, that that yeah. that's supposed to um, to uh, just I guess get rid of bad luck in, in a sense that um, salt was used as a cleansing sort of uh, tool uh, back in the days. So salt was um, used for purification, cleansing, cleansiness, what have you. So anytime bad luck was dispelled or spilled in any sense, that was considered you know taboo so what they would do was they would take the salt throw it behind their left shoulder in order to kind of i guess re re-sense i don't know um hey you know my fault so, bad luck you okay. learn yeah. something every right. day on a right. show shout out <laughs> yeah. to my man so i'm full of useless knowledge Marty, so you're just, taking you know, us to a whole new level of sophistication I, right yeah now. yeah <laughs> Shout out to my man, Sil Abdul, who is also uh, part of uh, the inner circle of uh, of uh, Gigosity and everything. So, um, you know, um, we're going to do some things, um, you know, and same with James Simon and some other folks who are there's an inner circle with Mikey Sutton that, you know, um, that, you know, we we feel that we need to carry on the mantle so um stay tuned for that you know um is, and, is and that we'll the cabal that you were used to uh used to discuss uh, a while back tim i remember that term the the cabal of collectors that used to uh, to be aware of cabal? what was coming out no that was that, that was something word i love that yeah, that's the that inner was circle deeper. within uh a special society i just finished reading the dark phoenix so yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and uh, they're protected by a circle of salt <laughs> see what very nice right oh my goodness that that's uh, talk about good right <laughs> well 
Well, in horror movies, remember they support salt so that like like demons or something couldn't come through, right, or Dracula right. or some shit like that. And, you yeah. know, Dracula has garlic and then salt keeps away like the devil or yeah. demons. Well, in the stuff. paranormal genre, it salt is once again used for cleansing impurity and and what and what have you. And so it, it's it's usually it's usually used uh to dispel any type of negativity evil demons and and so that they would use that as as a way to protect and guard themselves against any type of demons or or just devil what have you so okay I, i'm getting too far off the track yeah, here. yeah put, we have totally don't, blown don't put, laura's hey, timeline laura is timeline is completely blown it's let's, get back, let's get back on track <laughs> you're don't, fine marty don't put salt in the wound boom another yeah. one the puns just come they just come nice, there's, 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 there's so many Tim, salt very puns. nice yeah, my Asian like, brother right there yeah. coming through. Like, you know, yo, you're being salty, son. You know, it just goes on and on and on, man. It's all right. Yeah, all right, let's was... move on. Number 10 on the list, New X-Men number 114, uh, CC 9.8 for 166, and still my least favorite cover. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree. Awful what do we have for number nine? Awful cover. Now, Ooh. this one, let me tell you yeah, what. I like this one. At number nine, we've got the amazing Spider-Man issue number 32, the Elizabeth Torque homage one in 50. Now, homage, homage covers are fantastic tributes to legendary works of comic art. For many, a rare original cover may be out of a collector's price range. An homage cover is perfect for showcasing a favorite character in a similar classic pose like the ever-popular Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider showcases here in an homage to Mike Zeck and Bob McCloud's Web of Spider-Man issue 32. As the value of this book declines in the aftermarket, sales continue to grow. This book was a highly sought-after cover, not at the initial pre-sale price of 75 bucks. As the hype settles, this book has fallen to a raw near-mint fair value fair market value of about $45. This week, we tracked 26 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 90% with a high sale of 60 bucks for a raw copy. This is cool. Wow. This is one of the best story arcs ever. The um, um, Craven, Craven's Last Hunt, right? Oh, this yeah. is part of the Craven's yeah. Last Hunt right. story arc that yeah. crossed Spotic over. Spotted one could use an Epsom salt bath. Oh, oh, there we go again. <laughs> Tim breaking out the salt. Oh, all okay. Right, Anytime that Tim says salt tonight or gives we all a drink. salt pump, it's on the drink. bingo card. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number nine on the list is ASM number 32, the Elizabeth mm. Torque homage one in 50 variant. All right. We're for number eight. Marty, that's you, number eight. Who that is me. Just one second. <laughs> I had to clear my throat, ladies and gentlemen. I'm coming to you live. I, okay, anyways, number eight, Uncanny X-Men, number 266 by Marvel, published in 1990. Deadpool 3 is one of the most anticipated movies of the upcoming MCU slate. It also centers on the dozens of hot cast rumors. One of these rumors is that Channing Tatum is finally taking the stage to patrol I'm sorry, portray the raging Cajun gambit. Oh my God. I remember, I remember that rumor even back like eight, nine years ago. Yeah. A rumor like that has brought back the age old debate 
about which book is Gambit's first appearance. This As one. usual, this book has won the debate for most collectors, supported by a higher sale volume and price. In the meantime, we track 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 128%, with a high sale of $750 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw near-mint fair market value of $158. Your thoughts on that, gentlemen and ladies? Oh, I have one, so I'm happy with it. Yeah, I have one I, too, um, so I'm happy with it. I think too. I have I like both, two or three I have of both of them, actually. I have both of them. Yeah. So, I but, no longer own one, and oh, no. I probably never will now. <laughs> oh, uh, not true, story. brother. Not true. Let me look through my collection. I'm, I might <laughs> A-OK you on that bad boy. Oh, <laughs> good old A-OKs. Gotta um, take care of the Lords, brother. Funny story about <laughs> this one. I had Don't a, I had a uh, CDC 9.6. Um, uh, old label, right? <clears throat> and when I looked at it, I go, this is not a 9.6. I was like, because there was creases all over it. So oh. Oh, no. It's, so it's one of those instances where I just cracked it and I just said, you know what? I'm just going to keep it raw. You know what I mean? It, it, there's Was it pressable? No. Defects? No. No, it wasn't. It was yeah, not. No. Was you know, wrong, I'll say, say. maybe if you add a little a salt slab. on the spine, maybe I don't know. <laughs> God, salt the spine up. <laughs> You're gonna kill Marty tonight. You know that, right? Marty's just oh dying. In your head. <laughs> I am salt. here for your. I am more here for your more more no, salt on the wound, right more there. Right? More salt <laughs> on the wound is what we call our puns of the long box. All right. Number eight on the list is Uncanny Action. <laughs> number 266, 9.84, 750. I remember this book was going for like 1500, 1700 back in the yeah. day, you know. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then when the ago, movie, yep. yeah, when the movie rumors kind of died down, it, it, it came back down, you know, in price. But, you know, um, Shannon Tandem, why not? You know, I don't know. You if know, he's here's the, best the thing, actor too, in the Tim. I noticed that when when a rumor comes out and it dies and, you know, nothing comes to fruition when it comes to any type of movie or speculation. But after. I say about five to eight years, something comes up about it. So hang on to those books. If you hear something that might be a rumor or, or a speculation, just hang on to it. You never know where it's going to go. Exactly. Yep. I was trying to find a salt pun, but I couldn't find one. <laughs> All right. Number eight. I'm getting X-Men number 266. All right. We're number we're seven. All right. Number seven. We have Avengers number 35. This came out in 2014. Rumor has it that the time runs out storyline, which starts in this issue, will significantly inspire the Doctor Strange 3 movie. The story focuses heavily on Doctor Strange stopping multiple incursions as universes collapse. Fiji has confirmed that Secret Wars will rely on the 2015 storyline, which also sees realities colliding. For many, this is enough of a coincidence to support picking this book up for future reference. We tracked 35 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 93%, with a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8 and a current raw near-mint fair market value of 8 bucks. Wow, and the second, this is the second week right here uh, uh, for Avengers thirty-five. Yeah, and they're still out there in them long boxes for a buck. I'll tell you what, <laughs> they Come definitely on. are. 
Yeah, no. we shall see you if the rumor it? is true. It, grab it, grab it, grab it. Anyways, I just say grab it. Yeah, grab a can grab. of salt. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> number seven on the list: Avengers number thirty-five in two two thousand and fourteen. CCC nine point eight foil, hundred bones. We'll see, man, because right now it's just a rumor. With the writer strike and actor strike, you know, I they take everything with the. Uh, Grain of, oh, grain of salt. Grain of salt. <laughs> grain of salt. <laughs> that one was for like, you, This Mike. is the show you guys tributed me. Great. That was, that was for Probably you, crack Mike. it up. Yeah. Right. What do you have for number six? Killing it, Tim. Killing it, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this, and uh, this is pretty much a, a real deal. So coming in at number six, we've got Toxic Avenger issue number one, originally published in 1991. A movie still and synopsis for the dark comedy has made its way online. The Toxic Avenger stars Peter Dinklage, along with stars like Jacob Tremblay, Kevin Bacon, Julia Davis, and Elijah Wood. Along with that still, the project released a movie poster, revving up anticipation for its debut in Fantastic Fest on September 21st. In the meantime, fans are refreshing their memories and collections with fresh copies of the Toxic Avengers first appearance. We tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 118% with a high sale of $256 for a CGC 9.8 and a new current raw near mint fair market value of $31. Wow. Wow. Boom. I have to ask. I have to ask. and I don't mean to be disrespectful in, in in any way but uh, okay did you used to work at a not not for you laura <laughs> but did you oh, i'm like i'm like waiting club? for something horrible right? <laughs> oh, because because come on uh, down yeah because I, what i'm hearing is ladies and gentlemen next up on stage is gonna be harley quinn <laughs> and catwoman <laughs> come to you live be nice <laughs> to them ladies and gentlemen make sure you tip them very well Marty, your voice sounds oh, awfully familiar you know actually Laura, wow. you remind me of wow. down in LA. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When you guys are on vacation, I found the perfect cosplay for you and Aunt. Uh, oh. oh, yeah? What is yeah. it? Castlevania. Aunt can oh. be uh, Trevor uh, Trevor Belmont, and you can be, uh, what's her name? Sypha. She's, uh, she's like a, a um, what do you call it? A magician speaker, magic speaker. Just watch it. Watch Anthony has screamed "fuck yeah" from the background. <laughs> See, I told you, man, it, it's <laughs> so dope, man. Hey, Castle Bain, dude, Anthony's like anything I can get my wife in to dress up for me. I mean, oh absolutely God. okay. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, but Sypha is not really like you know she's not. It's an easy cosplay. It, you Wait, know how do I mean? you spell it? Sypha. S Y P H A. She has blonde hair. She kind of wears a- like uh, monk ro- robes, uh, but uh, but the yeah. Trevor Belmont <laughs> that that wouldn't be hard, but you, you it could be cool because it has like a, a you know a crest and everything you know very cool. All right, we'll make that, it happen for you. That'll be our Halloween costume. That would be dope. Have you, you know, seen did you see that special yet? super chat that the yeah. channel just received there? Oh, Shout out to uh, the homie man. Matrix Comics. Much less hip hop. Wow. Peace to you Thank and, you. and wow, Mikey Matrix for the Comics. Wow. Thank you, brother. 
Thank you for the $10 Very super nice. chat, you, but Patrick. I, I don't Showing want any here. super chats on this show. I appreciate it, but if you can go here uh, to this GoFundMe, um, I'll, you know, I'm not Matrix. So I really appreciate it, but you know, you know, uh, if you go to the GoFundMe, it, it, it goes right to the family. So, you know, we want to you know support yeah. them. So, all right. Uh, talk to the Avenger number one coming in at number six. Wow. Okay. We shall see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now right. we got number five, which is Star Wars came to number one by Marvel. Hell yeah. 2015. Nice. I have that one actually. So do a I. long time ago, I think I in a galaxy too. not so far away, a rumor started that a Soka series on Disney Plus would be centered around the search for Ezra Bridger. Two episode premiere has confirmed that Ahsoka and Sabine Wren will be searching for Ezra and Thrawn in the subsequent episode. This issue is a fantastic key to own for fans of Star Wars Rebels animated series and now the Ahsoka series. This book has since shot up on the priority list for most collectors. We tracked 26 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 135% with a high sales of $210. Wow. For CGC 9.8, fair market value for a raw near-mint copy is 47 Bones, ladies and gentlemen. Your thought. I do believe nice. that's Mark Brooks that did the cover, right? It is. Yes, he yeah. did. He I did a lot it. of the covers on that, and he does yeah. amazing. I have work this too. one. I have the um uh negative space variant too, uh, uh on Star Wars uh Canaan. Um, if you haven't watched Rebels, go watch it. It's so great. Just you watch know? it. It's it great. is it's so great. good. It is great. It is so good. It is, it absolutely it is, is so good. It, and it it's movies we wanted. That we couldn't get. We got them in cartoons. I'm just saying. Yeah. Here's a question for the live chat. Who do you guys think Merrick is? Because he's an inquisitor, but he has a mask on. Yeah. That is interesting, Tim. I I mean. Because a lot of a lot of speculators are saying, oh, it's Ezra, but if it was Ezra, no, I don't think it's Ezra can't because, because no. Thrawn, yeah, he's, no, stuck, I, he's no. stuck over there. Uh, stuck I also there. heard it was Starkiller. Star, so, oh, interesting. That's, that's more possible, I think. Ezra, no, but but Starkiller went back to being a Jedi, though. Yeah, did he? Yeah, mm. so maybe I, I don't think he would be an Inquisitor. I mean, uh, I don't know. That's a that's good question. That a, is a really good a question. small retcon, though, since they haven't introduced yeah. the character yet. Great. Let me any way they want to introduce him. Yeah. Peter Let me take a shot of salt on that one. I'll get back to you guys. <laughs> Merrick is Sam Whitaker, a sort of hybrid of Starkiller. So Sam Whitaker is the actual uh, voice actor, I believe, from the video game. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Because People yeah. found in the credits that Sam Whitaker was in is was in the show. So uh, yeah, and I, I follow another YouTube channel. Um, uh, it's a it's a British lady, and mm. or somebody else, <laughs> and they said, you know what? It doesn't have to be anybody at all. Why why does it have right. to be somebody? You know what right. I mean? True, true. Yeah, you know, it could just be somebody. Or, or nobody you know um so but just the anticipation of people thinking oh that's got to be somebody that's got to be either someone from legends 
or that's somebody that we know from either rebel clone wars or what have you and then i don't know there there you go again right speculation trust in filoni trust in filoni that's what i say number yes, five in the list of star wars canaan number one uh 9.8 for 210 dollars. what do you have for number four wow this book is still on there I'm so glad I get to talk about this one. This is Anthony's. This is how he got into comic books, Blue Beetle. So Infinite Crisis number five, the Jim Lee cover from 2006. Blue Beetle has been well-received by fans and critics alike. However, this positive reception is not tracking parallel to the dwindling box office return. That makes no sense to me. If you guys haven't seen this, it's a great movie. Blue Beetle tells the story of the latest heir to the scarab, Jaime Reyes. Even though his cinematic debut may not be performing all that well, James Gunn already mentioned that Blue Beetle will be part of the new DCU. Since the Blue Beetle has already been a fan favorite, thank you very much, Young Justice, collectors have been picking up copies of his first appearance in anticipation that we will see the young hero on the silver screen again. We tracked 35 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 100%, with a high sale of $260 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near mint fair market value of $48. And my theory here is that the Barbie movie kind of stole some of the thunder for Blue Beetle because it's still just, I think it's the highest grossing movie for Warner Brothers ever, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah I think it's bad I mean, timing because it's a, it's a it, great movie. It is. It is. It is I, so I, why I, isn't I, anybody watching it? Because do know. you really think studios are going to continue to put any money into things that lose money? The answer is I mean, no. If this thing doesn't make money, there's not going to be another Blue Beetle movie. I mean, it, it's insane. I think it yeah, will. I, th- I think it will, it'll get second legs when it goes on to HBO Max, you know, and when people watch it more and more word of mouth, things of that nature, because, you know, have you it seen it? Tivo? Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Twice. What did you think? Without doing any spoilers, what was your impression when you left? I loved it. Right. Where would you rank it in, in the DC films right now? Where does it rank all time? Uh, that's a loaded question. Not box office. Which my man Silla Duel is in there, and he's a DC one. guy. So yeah, just give me your top three. Is it in top three? Is it in top five of what DC's I mean, put we, out? Are we talking are like about Barbie all the way no, back? No, no, to we're the talking 80s? about where in, uh, where uh, Blue Beetle lies in the, oh, in the okay, top five okay. movies of DC. Is it in the top five yes. movies of DC? I mean, nobody's like watching it. Nobody's going like to put any money out to see it. Everyone's sitting like back going, I'll wait for it to come out on HBO Max. Like all then time? it's free. Like all time? DC well, I don't know. movies? I mean, that's, that's... All right, in the last 10 years, Tiva, where is this ranking? Oh, the last, last 10, 10 years. years. I would put it in the top five in the last 10 years. Tim's oh, yeah. not a big team. Tim's not a big DC fan, so that's kind of that, That's the problem. Man. I'm super biased. because hey, yeah. like, Shut your whore mouth, Marty. Let me rub I some watch, salt on my lips. Let me rub <laughs> I watch all comic book movie films. All right. Yes, sir. You know, I yes, watch sir. I watch Blue Beetle. I watch uh Shazam. I watched uh The Rock. Yeah, we know you don't sleep, so where does this rank in the last 10 years? Is it top five? Hmm. Last five years. Uh 10 years, last 10 years. Is it better than the first Wonder Woman? Mm, no. 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 Better, no. better than the better second Man of Steel? Is it better than Man of Steel? No. Mm, no. Yeah. Hell no. Come on. No. Man, Man of no. Steel was more serious. Whereas was it better than Batman thing... v Superman? 
Yes. No. no. Get the hell. Okay, out you're of here. you're really making it. Okay, this is okay. This is an impossible question to answer. It's a great movie. It should be doing better than it is. But if and it Laura, was better seen, than those movie, this, those other movies I just mentioned, it would be doing better than it is. It's better okay. than Harley Quinn. I'm telling you, it was just bad timing. They, but Harley they Quinn was horrible, it. and it, it, it didn't make any money either. And they're not yeah, making another Harley Quinn. Bad timing because, because of Barbie. it was so horrible. No, I, I, I hear so okay. much wonderful things about it. Okay, and in honor right. of no Mikey problem, Sutton, we got you covered. In okay, honor of Mikey Sutton, um, we were going to do a long-term spec list um, that we didn't get around to doing. Um, so Ooh, it's been a minute since you did a long-term spec list, Tim. Let's yeah. do it. So, oh my goodness. Buy anything Hot Wheels related. Hot Wheels. Mm, okay. Game the toys, you know, comics, whatever, because they're going full on Hot Wheels uh and movies and 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 toys and everything. They're making a comeback. So um, and you know, that's one of the conversations we're having. We were supposed to do it last Sunday, but you know, there was a little tropical depression. Um, so we didn't get to do it. And then we're talking, you know, there's during this don't, week about, about throw out some cannonballs. This is good content, man. You this is the teaser right now. You got to yeah. drop the seed. Then they're going to come back for the show. TiVo. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. That okay. was okay with that. Right now. People coming yeah. back is good thing. Good thing. Yep. Number four on the list. Infinite crisis. Number five. What do we have for number four? Oops. Oh, sorry. That was number, number four. Okay. See, every time I see a like an issue number with the five and then num close to a number four. Okay, so number four on the list is Infinite Crisis number five. Now let's get to number three. Oh, man. You, I, you, you go on vacation for a week and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Spawn at number three. You guys ready? Sit back, man. Get a, Pour yourself a little shot. Take a drink. Smoke them if you got them. At number three, Spawn. Issue 306, Final Combat Nether Realm variant, originally published in 2020. What a crazy story, right? This book has shaken the aftermarket to the core. At one point in time, this book was highly sought after due to it being an extremely rare variant. Originally, the editor-in-chief at Todd McFarlane Productions stated that there were possibly 50 or less copies of this book. Allegedly, many were given to players as an MK event exclusive and the rest were to be destroyed <laughs> however new information has come to the light come to light this past week ebay user bucky's books listed <laughs> nearly 70 copies of the issue in the description it was stated that the seller owns roughly one sixth of the entire print run wow if the almost 70 copies were the total supply we tracked 93 sales this week, man. What's going on? <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, the seller is claiming a current print run of over 400 copies. This is an enormous amount when compared to that 50, remember? However, despite this spike in volume, raw 
and graded copies are still selling for significant prices, primarily due to still being a relatively rare Spawn variant, man. Spawn fans recognize that now is the time to buy a copy if they want one. What a wild ride for this final combat edition of Spawn. We track 92 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 63% with a high sale of $1,250 for a CGC 9.8 and a new current near mint raw fair market value of $426. Impressive. Very impressive. So last week, Marty and I talked about this, and it was, what, $1,700? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And we were saying, you know, there's no way there's there's 50 copies of this. Way more than no. that. And then this guy comes out. Yeah. So we were, like, One telling people. One-sixth of the entire print run, TiVo. One sixth yeah. of the entire hey, print run. Hey, I just got a question for everybody. We got a hundred and thirty in the live chat. Shout out to you. We really do appreciate you. If you are enjoying the content, make sure you take a moment. It is free. Hit the thumbs up. But I got a question for the hundred and thirty nine in the chat. And I got a question for anybody watching. If you were in possession of those seventy copies, wouldn't you trickle them out, man? Hell yeah. Why would you put all 70 at once on the market and then just flood it? That feels like just the dumbest move if you were in possession of those books. I just don't get it. Very yeah. good question. I don't get it. Good question. Yeah. That is good. You know, that tells me he's got more than 70. Because if he said he has 70, he's probably got 170. I don't know. I don't know. Got to be more. Like I'm telling you, there's a lot more out there than because what did they, the distributor told him or image or whomever told him to destroy all copies. And in 2020, what we are in, what the, the pandemic, the pandemic, right? So Mm -hmm. what were people doing? They were, they were just buying stuff online. Buying buying shit up, man. Buying (laughs) shit up. But no, I actually had to, I had to check my CLZ. Right. Uh, just to see right. if I had this. And if you guys don't know, CLZ is actually linked to cover price. So if you That's guys right. have CLZ and cover vice, you can actually, like for me, I, I have a whole bunch of like, I don't know, tons of comics on CLZ that I have not transferred to cover price. So if you actually get the subscription and pay for the, uh, for the membership for cover price, you guys will actually able to transfer that without actually having a log and all that stuff and and one more thing t uh, and guys and ladies um shout out to cover price writers for this man i mean i, I tell you what the uh, the writing here is is phenomenal i it flows very easy i love the writing i i love how they do things three guys on there so shout out to you guys for just providing this for us and, and giving us something easy to, to read on yeah um that's yeah so is it it's really easy to convert your clz to cover price just send them an email and it's you can export just a simple text file and it'll update to your cover price and uh and then on the thursday shaker show we'll so we'll we'll show you how to do it no i won't but (laughs) but you know just reach out to coverprice.com and if you have a clz and uh, because it's very tedious if you want to manually enter every one of them you can export them from clz to uh cover price and so you have a nice little uh um uh what do they call it the symbiotic relationship yeah there you go nice nice good i was trying to find a salt reference but i couldn't find one so there you go (laughs) 
<laughs> just just transfer it with a grain of salt. Man. Yeah. All right. Number three on the list is Spawn number 306, the Final Combat yeah. Nether Realm variant. All right. Nice, what do we have nice. for number two? Number two, uh, once again, ah. uh, second week for Dazzard number one by Marvel, published in 1981. For those who want to join on the Taylor Swift Dazzler rumor fun, this book won't break the bank. While her first appearance has been holding a steady uptrend into the hundreds for near mint raw copy, the raw near mint copies of the first issue of her first solo series are still under $30. Moreover, if you want to pick a 9.8 graded copy of this book, it will land you around $200, about a $200 range. Until Taylor Swift confirms or denies the rumors that she will be playing Dazzler, expect to see this book on everyone's want list. Until then, we track 60 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 102%, with a high sale of $220, wow, for a CGC 9.8 and a raw near-mint fair market value of eighteen dollars. That's not bad. Eighteen dollars, not too bad. I, 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 I bad. tell you I what. Mean, when they announced, because... yeah, when they announced Taylor Swift, if they announce Taylor Swift is coming, um, things are going to blow up because Swift. Everybody goes crazy for her. I mean, kids yeah. are going nuts. You know what though? Even if they don't announce her, this book was hot the last time there was a Deadpool true. movie true, because of true. the same rumor. It's hot now because there is a rumor. Even if she's not in it. The X-Men are still coming. It'll be hot yeah. again. You <laughs> this speak book the truth, is, my brother. This you book's an evergreen, in my opinion. This and the next one are evergreens. If you can afford to pick them up cheap, pick them up. Yep. Nice. So, uh, Dazzler, number one, coming in at number two, which only leaves one book for number one, and you should know what it is. You know it. At number one. X-Men issue number 130, the newsstand copy. Shout out to C. Woodard and the great legend of the Comic Corps. <laughs> I miss those guys, man. I'm telling you what. Now, this book was originally published in 1980 from Marvel Comics. There aren't any new rumors about Taylor Swift's Dazzler cameo in Deadpool 3, but this book still can't shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> By it, we mean the intensity behind comic and Swift fans alike. This rumor may have started small, but it continues growing weekly despite no Im new information. More news outlets are covering the story, but we still have no official word from Marvel or Taylor Swift about the future of Dazzler in the MCU. Last week, a CGC 9.8 almost set a new record high, selling at 2K, falling about 26 bucks short. This week, we saw a lot of movement in the 9.2s to 9.6 graded books and lots and lots of raws. If this rumor gets any form of support, either through another rumor or even a confirmation, expect to see the Dazzler in the top 10 again. As we wait for any official announcement, we tracked, you know, 54 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 118% and a new current raw near mint fair market value of 236 bucks. Classic, wow. classic X-Men right here. I mean, what, was this it is an evergreen. Week? Was it was it last week or two weeks ago? We were trying to figure out what movie that she was in the background in, and it was Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she was in like a, 
the second issue of that one, I think. I just read. No, 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 the movie. No. Oh, the movie. I was talking yeah. about. The, I was reading the uh, the uh, Dark Phoenix storyline. I read on the cruise. I read Flashpoint, and I read uh, that Spider Man Venom. I don't know. In the movie, Dark Phoenix, she was in the background in the woods, like manipulating like light and sounds and shit. And and it was like an unnamed uh, cameo, but all comic book readers were like, look, that's Dazzler. And then the movie was shite. Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) So number one list is X-Men number 130 from 1980. A near mint fair market value of 236. Wow. I had to get my slab. Shoot, man. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, uh, if you can, please um, go to the um, GoFundMe for Mikey Sutton. Uh, I haven't, you know, do whatever you can to to help out the the family in this time. You know, so uh, you know the. In times of need, the uh, the comic book community comes together. So you know, and, and you know, Tim, you've you know, always my- been great ever since I've known you. Eight nine years ago, man. Anytime there's always been a need for for funding of, of what have you, even even just to to give away f- to help out families, man. You, you've always come through for that. So, and the, and the community community alone has just been really great. So, you know, shout out to you, brother, for that. I appreciate it, man. But I'm just I'm just a small cog in a big salty wheel. <laughs> <laughs> love it i love it man jb any last words thanks for having me back on it's been a while it took a little while to get back in the groove but i'm back and i appreciate everybody that's following the channel if you enjoyed the content hit the thumbs up make sure to follow me on the uh, instagram to see what i'm up to and i'll see you on thursday for the shakers list marty any last words oh man hey guys oliver oliver you got any words you got any final words brother he just says he loves it. He loves it a lot. He he likes a lot of salt with his food. So <laughs> we're going to go uh, head out and get some salt with the food. And <laughs> we're going to go from there. Everybody, thank you so much for joining. It was so fun as always, man. I, I enjoy really being here. So, so you guys have fun. Have a great time. Geek out. Collect what you love. And just be true to what you, what you have and what you love. Okay? Until yeah. then, we'll see you guys. Yeah. Um... Probably in the next week or so, I'm going to do a proper uh, tribute to uh, Mikey, you know, with um, with some music. Um, I'm going to do that song that I was talking about, and that may be the answer to a trivia question. Uh, we're not doing any giveaways tonight. Just this doesn't seem right. So uh, we're going to do giveaways next week. Um for those who won, please reach out to me on Instagram. I mean, I've been slammed with work and then this happened and all, all kinds of other stuff happened. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ship out books. So I, I'm getting there. But then today was 100 degrees in Irvine. So I was like, I am not going outside. I am staying the fuck indoors, man. You know, but at least it was a dry heat, as they say. <laughs> yeah. It was dry heat, right? Yeah. Uh, for Laura, Marty and JB, this is TiVo, as always. Keep digging in them long boxes and rest in peace, Mikey Sutton. Rest in peace, brother. I don't have anything that's appropriate to play, but you know what? Mikey would want to, Mikey would want, you know, the Lord's outro. So peace out, Mikey.